For Radio Cayman News, I'm Felicia Rankin-Solins. Civil servants and public sector pensioners get some good news for the holidays. My government knows the plight of many public servants, and in particular, retired public servants, who faithfully served for many years, but whose pension is below the level of subsistence provided through the indigent care. That's why the Honorable Juliana O'Connor Connolly announced Thursday night that government is, quote, actively considering amendments to the public service exclusion uplift regulations. Once finalized, the policy will provide relief to public service pensioners who worked for 10 years or more by increasing their minimum pension to $1,250 per month, an increase of $300 per month over the current minimum pension guarantee. Third major policy, Mr. Speaker, that impacts many Caymanians is a policy to award a one-off payment to the civil service in the amount of $1,500 per employee. Again, this payment will be processed as a one-time payment in the month of December. Madam Premier told MPs civil service personnel costs are forecasted to see $66 million in saving in the current fiscal budget. These savings have been reinvested to support working families across the Cayman Islands, Mr. Speaker, helping to pay for programs such as the electricity rebate, free school lunches and other measures introduced by the government in the current fiscal period to help alleviate the cost of living. By approving the one-time payment, Mr. Speaker, of $1,500, the government is allowing the civil service to retain approximately 10% of the HR savings it has generated. She also noted the passage Thursday night of amendments to the National Pensions Act, which increases the max amount that can be withdrawn from the private sector pensions plans for home purchase or construction, mortgage reduction, mortgage payoff, and strata fees. Acting Deputy Governor Strand Bodden, meantime, issued a statement on behalf of the Cayman Islands Civil Service. Radio Cayman's April Cummings has more. The statement offers, quote, heartfelt thanks to Honorable Premier Juliana O'Connor Conley and her government for supporting a one-time payment of 1500 CI to each civil servant to be paid in December 2023. Mr. Bodden also extended thanks on behalf of retired civil servants for the increase in the minimum pension for public service pensioners having at least 10 years service to $1,250 per month, also beginning in December. The statement also highlighted with appreciation the fact that the government approved the one-time payment to civil servants in recognition of the service's significant contributions in 2023 and the efficiency with which civil servants delivered the government's policy priorities. The acting deputy governor thanked the premier and the government for tangibly recognizing these outcomes, but also specifically each civil servant for their commitment, diligence, productivity, and sacrifice in delivering significant results for the country. April Cummings, Radio Cayman News. The Home Affairs Minister is thanking her staffers today after a fire at Northward Prison landed five people in the hospital. The security of our prisoners, safety of staff, and welfare of prisoners alike is of paramount importance to me. I would like to thank the Fire Service, RCIPS, EMS, and Health Services Authority for their collective professionalism and collaboration in response to this incident. The Honorable Sabrina Turner there, prison officers detected smoke within the high-risk unit originating from inside a prisoner's cell. 
and on investigation found a small fire on his mattress, which was extinguished by the responding prison officers. 911 was called and emergency services responded. As a result of the incident, two prisoners were transported to the Georgetown Hospital for smoke inhalation. Additionally, three prison officers also attended the hospital for treatment. All were later discharged. A joint investigation into a fire is being conducted by the Cayman Islands Fire Service and the Royal Cayman Islands Police Service. Cross-examination of witnesses took center stage today in the trial of three men accused of stabbing and killing 37-year-old Randy Robinson. Radio Cayman's Jeffy Ebanks has more from Grand Court. Sean Antonio Jackson, Matthew Stefan Glasgow, and Jonathan Alexander Woodhouse are on trial for murder and wounding. The charges stem from an altercation at the Carib Cafe this year that resulted in the death of Randy Robinson. A jury of 12 heard testimony from a woman at the location on the night of the incident, whose husband was also seriously injured in the altercation. She told the courts she and her husband were at Carib Cafe to celebrate his birthday, describing the moments before and during the altercation that culminated in the victim's death. The case is presided over by Honorable Justice Marlene Carter, with the case brought on behalf of the Crown by Mark Haywood K.C., and Neil Kuman. The accused, Sean Antonio Jackson, is represented by Ben Tonner KC and Greg Burke, while his co-accused, Matthew Stefan Glasgow, is represented by Stan Rees KC and Oliver Grimwood of Samson Law. The third accused, Jonathan Alexander Woodhouse, is represented by Philip Rue KC and Jonathan Hughes of Samson Law. The case continues next week in Court 1. Jevy Ebanks, Radio Cayman News. Parliament adjourned Sina DA Thursday night after MPs tore through a packed agenda. The Beneficial Ownership Transparency Bill, the Companies Amendment Bill, the Companies Management Amendment Number Two Bill, Foundation Companies Amendment Bill, Insurance Amendment Number Two Bill, the Limited Liability Companies Amendment Bill, the Limited Liability Partnership Amendment Bill, the Mutual Funds Amendment Bill, Virtual Asset Service Providers Amendment Number Two Bill, the National Pensions Amendment Bill 2023 is accordingly duly passed. That's Honorable Speaker of the House, Sir Alden McLaughlin. MPs also discussed Government Motion No. 3, Development and Planning Amendment Regulations 2023, and appointed the Honorable J. E. Banks and MP Joey Hugh as members of the Standing Business Committee of Parliament. This comes after a recent cabinet reshuffle that has the Honorable Juliana O'Connor Connolly now at the helm of the country, replacing the Honorable Wayne Panton as Premier. Another cohort of Caymanian young people is honored by the Proud of Them Committee for their contributions to business, philanthropy, sports, and academics. Honorable Isaac Rankin applauded 17 young people for their outstanding achievements at the annual Proud of Them Gala on Wednesday. Efforts to give more visibility to our Caymanbrack honorees saw a move of the billboards from the Bluff Playfield to the more central district administration building. To commemorate a decade of excellence, Proud of Them underwent a significant rebrand for 2023, with enhancements like an improved scoring protocol that would, quote, ensure clear communication about the high standards set for this national recognition. The introduction of the Rising Stars category recognizes the two runners-up in the overall results, highlighting more youth who are making a notable impact and serving as positive influences in our community. The Proud of Them program is now in its 10th year and has honored more than 140 young people. Each honoree receives a check for $1,000 and is featured on a billboard in their home district. A local teacher brings her love of Jesus to the children of Cayman with new book Into the Clouds We Flew. 
Radio K-Man's Carsley Fuller spoke with 21-year-old author Jasmine Kanani. Tell me a little bit about your book. The book my father and I wrote is called Into the Clouds We Flew. The story covers the understanding of faith and the magic of prayer from a child's perspective. A little boy lays down with his mother to say a prayer before bed and begins to wonder, how does Jesus answer everyone's prayers around the world? The mere thought of how so many prayers are answered around the world is a massively abstract concept. However, the little boy embarks on his own journey with Jesus to find out how this idea might be possible. Why did you decide to write this? My father and I began writing this book during the COVID-19 pandemic. Throughout this period, I began to delve deeper into writing, reflecting on formative moments throughout my childhood that ultimately shaped my faith and understanding of the world. I can always recall my mother praying with my brother and I every night before going to bed. As we know, this time just before bed can certainly be challenging with young children. My mother never ceased to dedicate time to pray with my brother and I. This tradition of ours definitely planted a seed in my life that I continuously returned to. Although my spiritual upbringing was of huge inspiration for the book, my experience working with the children at Montessori del Sol in South Sound and the beautiful Cayman Islands as a whole were of equal inspiration for me. In addition, I was very much influenced by the traditional Caymanian style of house, which I wanted to feature in the book. My connection to my church, Hillside Chapel in Cayman Brac, has also served as a huge inspiration for me in my creation of Into the Clouds We Flew. My different experiences around the world definitely shaped the way in which I portrayed each child's individual situation in the story. In providing an international dimension to my book, we wanted to convey the important message that Jesus loves us all. The book is targeted to four to seven-year-olds, and Ms. Kanani says she and her father will do a print run, which will be donated to local schools and organizations on island and throughout the Caribbean. It will then be available for purchase on Amazon and similar platforms. And that's your evening news. For Radio K-Man, I'm Felicia Rankin-Zollins.